0: yo yo welcome back once again take three or four at this point we've had all kinds of technical difficulties up to this point including slow internet including apps not working in the background while other things are open like they're supposed to Including this, including that. But I won't bore you with the logistics and, you know, pardon, man, pardon. One day we'll have a studio with a laptop and a mic and this and that and a headset and be more professional. But right now I'm just a man and a phone. This is Al Adams. And this is, of course, the Alcast Tuesday, December 29th. Previously mentioned season two finale. thought I'd break you guys off with one more episode before new year's eve i know we're not having quite the holiday season as we've had in the past but i'm hoping you're having as good as one as can be expected of course as we do every week on the show we're going to be talking about the worlds of boxing mixed martial arts and football mostly in the worlds of the ufc at the moment is there the the big promotion that's still putting on the cards. Not too much going on in other organizations. Beltor getting a couple events in. Um, some free agents being signed here and there, which we'll talk about. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get to that. My Ravens have a potential playoff clin- clinching win against the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. Very excited for that as we continue our four-game winning streak after beating the Giants on the weekend and the Jaguars before that. I'll give you some Week 17 picks, as well as review the action from Week 16 in the NFL. Some top performers in the NFL. We're going to break down that Steven Thompson, Jeff Neal card that went down last weekend in the UFC. Wonder Boy getting the unanimous decision victory there and in the worlds of boxing we've seen some action with mostly the matchroom room fighters getting in there and canelo as a free agent getting in there looking to sign a new deal and we'll talk about that so without further ado let's get into the show shall we with the worlds of boxing you know all kinds of goings on in the worlds of boxing at the moment you know jake paul <laughs> Of course, YouTube boxing sensation, calling out guys like Conor McGregor, Dylan Dennis, Ben Askren. Um, I think he gets the win over Ben Askren. I don't know about Dylan Dennis, and I certainly don't think he's going to do too hot against Mr. Conor McGregor, even though he is an MMA fighter, not a boxer, but Jake Paul is biting off quite a mouthful. you got to give the guy credit, though, as he's kind of showing it how it's done in this new modern day social media era and getting the big fights as his brother logan will be taking a big fight of course against floyd and money mayweather in february anthony joshua tyson fury 2021 that's the big fight biggest fight in decades potentially two pound for pound heavyweights going at it both from the uk big bragging rights on the line definitely the winner of that will be the unanimous heavyweight king Anthony Joshua of course coming off the dominant knockout win over Kubrat Pulev and Tyson Fury having not fought in a year his last fight of course being the second win against Deontay Wilder in round seven battering Deontay Wilder all over the ring for the whole fight previously unbeaten Deontay Wilder you might add some people forget that because of the all the antics post Tyson Fury fight and the accusations he's made but don't get it twisted he was a bad man at one point don't know what's next for Deontay some rumors about uh, Alexander Usyk calling him out I know Andy Ruiz calling him out a lot more boxers wanting a piece of Mr. Deontay Wilder at this point Dun, dun, dun. what else in the world of boxing, eh? Devin Haney, Teofimo Lopez, and Gervonta Davis. Of course, that lightweight trifecta's got to shake out at some point. Obviously, the winner of Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, happening early January will be thrown into that mix. A really exciting um, time in the lightweight division in boxing, kind of reminiscent of the... Four horsemen days with Hagler and Hearns and Duran, even though that was welterweight. I'm just saying this is kind of the lightweight equivalent of that. Canelo reporting to look for a two fight deal with D'Zone with fights against mandatory challenger Avni Yildrim undefeated and Billy Joe Saunders after that. Some great fights at middle, super middleweight there. Uh, Archer Peterbiev B- has gotten pulled from his fight January 30th, due to a positive COVID test, so look for that to get rescheduled. Um, Canelo, obviously, a couple weeks back, battering Callum Smith for a unanimous decision victory, getting the decision win there, just outclassing Callum Smith, battering his arms, using superior foot and head movement and just doing what needs to be done and showing why he's the pound-for-pound the pound king, leaving a cantaloupe-sized lump on the outside of Callum Smith's arm, you know? It was pretty brutal. It was. What more can you say about it? Callum Smith, uh, where does he go from here? Obviously, probably a fight with another man from the UK. I'm sure he'll be back. But, you know... It's tough. It's tough going in there against the Pound for Pound King. What can you say? Of course, the UFC card switching to the Worlds of MMA that happened December 19th, a couple weeks back. We saw Stephen Thompson get the unanimous decision victory over Jeff Neal. Pointing him out, striking him. Jeff Neal not being able to close the distance effectively or get him to the ground. And Wonder Boy is going to win most of the fights on the feet at Welterweight. Jose Aldo turning back the clock. Mr. Scarface from the WEC days getting the unanimous decision victory over Marlon Chito Vera, upsetting the young gun in that fight, showing that the old head still got some legs, you know. Uh, Michael Pereira. Crazy Brazilian, known for his acrobatics in the octagon, backflips, cartwheels, etc. Unanimous decision victory over Kalen Williams, a.k.a. Chaos Williams. Got to give the UFC matchmakers credit for making that fight. Bantamweight Rob Font got a big upset victory over Marlon Moreas, bantamweight veteran. Many people having him slated to become the bantamweight king at some point, but Rob Font saying nay, nay, improving to 18-4, and four, knocking him out at 347 of round one. Uh, Marlon Maria is taking a couple losses like that, so interesting to see where he goes from here. And at heavyweight to round out the main card, we saw Marcin Tibera get a tk victory over greg hardy at 431 of round two pounding him out on the ground greg hardy kind of showing some gas tank issues and some issues just beating over those kind of top caliber heavyweights who are uh top 10 top 15 kind of guys greg hardy a bit of a smashing machine of the lower tier guys but having some issues with some guys with um skill sets that have just been in the game longer and working on their skill sets for longer obviously ty Burrow with a record of 21 and six and greg hardy seven and three and won no contest other mma news seeing the hamza chemia leon edwards fight falling out what yet again that translated for the end of january Kind of upsetting to see for leon edwards as he didn't get to be in the ring at all last year obviously hams at having four or five fights last year i think four fights quickly rising to sensation at welterweight and middleweight taking fights in both weight classes showing uh, good skill set good killer instinct great ground game and good on the feet as well that One-punch knockout over Gerald Mearshart was no joke. Kevin Holland looking to take another fight early next year. He made an impressive run at middleweight, winning five fights in a year, culminated with that big uh, knockout of the year contender against Jacare Souza. George St. Pierre coming out and saying he has a big announcement for the end of the month. December 30th, uh, many people suspecting it will be a fight announcement with Habib but we will see. He does have a meeting with Dana White but we'll see if my man George is going to come back next year. You know you can hope you gotta you gotta cheer for the fellow Canadian and say good luck George you know. I hope he gets one more one more for the road. Retires as pound for pound champ. That'd be a nice story or Habib coming back improving to 30-0. I wouldn't be mad at either. What else going on? Habib slating that he believes Poirier will beat Conor McGregor in the rematch. A uh, big surprise there. Of course, his famous beef with Conor goes back quite some time, ending with Habib beating Conor in their fight and jumping out of the octagon and assaulting Conor's team while Habib's coaches jumped in the ring and kept beating on Conor even after he was choked out. Um... <laughs> I say It's it's safe to say not to put those two in a room together again, you know. Uh, the card to come between Calvin Cater and Max Holloway. January 13th, UFC Fight Island 7. Is it should be a great stand-up war between Calvin Cater and Max Holloway. I'm going to give the edge to Max Holloway if it stays on the feet. He seems like his boxing is really good he's got championship experience top caliber fighting experience has fought um harder fights than calvin cater up to this point and obviously he's got an unreal pace as well and can really put a pounding on um on dudes and even though calvin cater's tough as a bowl of nails for breakfast but i don't know if the the hard man from boston's uh just got the caliber of striking or the the gas tank to put up with an experienced guy like max Holloway who many people thought won his last rematch with Alex Volkanovski for the featherweight title including myself and kind of funny MMA news Diego Sanchez has started only fans account with his head trainer Joshua Fabia um not much to say on that other than swerve it swerve it completely unless you're into that type of thing no judgments here but um <laughs> i certainly won't be paying you know i certainly will not be paying i'm sure i could find some more interesting ones if i was uh, so inclined but i'm gonna swerve that one completely i'm gonna say oh that about covers it for the world of ufc shall we Go over to the worlds of NFL football. Obviously, all the games shaking out from this last weekend. Quickly run through those. Saints hammering the Vikings 52-33. Alvin Kamara tying the record for six touchdowns in a single game for a running back. Obviously, not too many people are going to beat you if you can put up 52 points in a game. It's one of the higher scoring games this year. A combined total of eighty-five points. So I'm sure if you bet the over in the points total, you are very happy with that game. The Buccaneers demolish the Lions, forty-seven to seven, nearly shut them out. Well, nearly putting up fifty as well. Tom Brady turning back the clock. Mike Evans getting two touchdowns, one hundred and eighty-three yards. He's a top three wide receiver at the moment. <clears throat> San Francisco 49ers beating the Arizona Cardinals 20-12 to in an upset game. Um, seeing a couple injuries on the Cardinals in that game as well. DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray both going down at points. Two of their best players, so that's going to impact them next week. Against the Rams, I believe, Dolphins edged the Raiders in a crazy game, seeing... Um, both teams take the lead in the last couple minutes. Dolphins inevitably ending up winning with Ryan Fitzpatrick coming into the game and leading a two-minute drill down the field, getting them into field goal range and getting the win. 26-25. My Ravens beat the Giants 27-13. to 13. and Seen a wide array of the arsenal in that one. Des Bryant getting another touchdown, throwing up the X. Hollywood Brown going in there. Gus Edwards, Lamar, of course, and the defense playing very good, holding them to a touchdown and two field goals. Kansas City Chiefs edged the Atlanta Falcons 17-14 in a close game. The Jets beat the Browns, thankfully for us, 23-16. Big ups, New York Jets. I got to buy a New York Jets fan of beer next time I see one. Chicago Bears beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 41-17. Cincinnati Bengals beat the Houston Texans 37-31 in a game where Houston or J.J. Watt of the Texans questioned the effort level of his team in a game they probably should have won against a bottom-tier team like the Bengals, who we got next week. Steelers beat the Colts 28-24. a comeback at the end of the game fourth quarter carolina panthers beat the washington football team 20 to 13. los angeles chargers edged the denver broncos 19 to 16. the cowboys beat the eagles 37 to 17. seahawks beat the rams 20 to 9. titans fell to the packers 40 to 14. big game Packers balling out in the snow Aaron Rodgers throwing three touchdowns and the Bills hammered the Patriots yesterday 38 to 9 the lowly New England Patriots who it seems like I was very right talking about in previous episodes their dynasty being officially over Bill Belichick looking very uncomposed on the sideline and This team just kind of looking lost out there, especially against top-caliber teams like the Bills right now. They're just not in the same league, so interesting to see what will go on in New England over the offseason. Look for big shakeups over there. Looking ahead at Week 17, got a lot of good matchups to end the year. Lots of teams looking to vie for playoff spots and to improve their playoff spots looking to upset teams who are trying to get into the playoffs and whatnot, looking to make good last impressions so they don't get cut on the rosters in the offseason. We see the Vikings-Lions. I got the Vikings winning by three in that game, if not a touchdown. Buccaneers-Falcons. I got my boy Tommy touchdowns winning that game by a touchdown jets patriots i'm gonna say the patriots continue to fall and fall to the jets as the jets have been playing better ball as of late and the patriots have been playing worse then we have the dolphins bills i got the bills to edge that one in a close game both teams vying to improve their spots but bills obviously i think have a bit of a better defense aren't dealing with as many injuries and uh coming in motivated up till this point so have them by a narrow margin in that game you might want to swerve it in the betting world though because it's a bit of a coin flip Steelers Browns another uh, contentious end of the year game don't know if the Steelers will be resting anyone I'm sure the Browns will be coming in motivated after that loss to the Jets but I still see the Steelers edging that one and the Browns continue to be the Browns and get eliminated from the playoffs by losing and the Ravens winning this coming weekend. Uh, narrow victory, though. Narrow victory. It'll be close in that game. Maybe three points for the uh, Steelers. Cowboys, Giants. Look for the Giants to edge that one as they're trying to vie to be the top of their division. Cowboys obviously underperforming this year up till this point, and dealing with lots of injuries, losing Dak early in the year and whatnot. Giants narrowly winning that game. Ravens-Bengals, I got my boys winning by 10 to 14 points, hammering those Cincinnati Bengals with their backup quarterback. And our defensive core becoming back to full strength. Jaguars Colts I got the Colts winning that one easily by a touchdown Titans Texans got our Tennessee Titans coming back after that hard loss to Green Bay and beating the Texans by a touchdown Cardinals Rams like I mentioned before Cardinals dealing with some injuries Rams defense playing better up to this point even though their offense isn't anything to talk about I got the Rams winning that one narrowly by a field goal Saints Panthers should be an easy win for the New Orleans Saints. Got them winning that one by a touchdown easily. Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears. Obviously, Green Bay should come through against Chicago in that game. Aaron Rodgers looking great. Good coaching over there in Green Bay. Defense has been improved as of late. Los Angeles Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. That's a fun game. End of the year. I think it'll be closer than people think and the Chargers will keep it close but Chiefs will inevitably win by 3 points. Seahawks Niners Um that's a bit of a toss up as well for end of the year. I'm sure Seahawks will be resting some players as they've clinched a spot. 49ers could edge that game though as they had a uh, good game last week and probably play an upset this week sometimes teams that have already clinched the spot don't show up so i got the niners winning that game by three points las vegas raiders denver broncos another toss-up game both teams eliminated just kind of playing for bragging rights could be a fun game so i'm gonna go with uh it really is a coin flip you know i almost want to say broncos because They've been a little worse this year, and I'm sure they'll be wanting one more win before they go play golf for a while. Give it to the Broncos in a close close uh, game. And the Washington football team against the Philadelphia Eagles. Good end-of-the-year matchup. Give it to the Washington football team. Their defense is better. Just played more consistently. I think cutting Haskins was a big move for them going forward should motivate players to uh, do well in this game because they don't want to be on the chopping block either. So look for the Washington football team to win that game despite the Eagles playing better as of lately with Jalen Hurts under center at quarterback over there in Philadelphia. Of course, having the big 80-yard touchdown pass to Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson on the weekend. Then we have the NFL wildcard round in the playoffs going down January 9th. Six games to be played there. Divisional round going down on the 16th of January. Four games there. Conference championships January 24th. Two games there. And then the last game of the year will be February 7th. Of course, the Super Bowl going down. And if you had to ask me who my early Super Bowl favorite is, I'm still leaning towards the Kansas City Chiefs to repeat. Just great head coach, great offense, weapons all over the field. Very tricky and decent on defense as well. If you want some sleeper picks, I'd say the Saints would be a nod. Packers would be a nod. Titans could be a nod. Uh, obviously my Ravens you know it's hard to detach your emotions from the equation when it's your team but I'd give a nod to my Ravens as well to do decently in uh in the playoff as well especially if we make it past the wild card round I would give a uh, a big look to the Baltimore Ravens In other NFL news, we've seen Russell Okung to be first NFL player paid in Bitcoin with a $6.5 million of Panther salary. That's uh, an interesting headline. (laughs) I've seen Elon Musk come out and say that Bitcoin will be the official currency of Mars economy. So, who knows? Who knows? I don't know about that Bitcoin, bro. If I can't use it at the store... Uh, how much is it really worth? You know, if I can't use it to buy a loaf of bread, how much is it really worth? Tom Brady balling out, putting up numbers as of late, looking like he uh, making that deal. Or New England letting him go. It looks shabby, especially with Cam's uh, play over there. New England not looking great, even though he had a one rushing touchdown in that, Game against the Bills yesterday. And a better actually lost $700,000 on the Patriots when they fell to the Bills. So shout out that guy betting the underdog crazy and losing crazy. Sometimes that's just how it goes, man. That's just how it goes. I think that about sums it up for NFL news and sums up the show, as we've talked a little bit about everything. The uh, the new app's working decently as well. It's Actually, I could have kept my web browser open the entire time, and it worked pretty good. I, uh, I swerved the clip of the week this week, as it's kind of, you know, it's just the end of the year show, so... We're setting it up for Season 3, Bigger and Better Things to Come, obviously. might do a bonus episode for that Garcia-Campbell fight in the first round of the playoffs in the NFL. And I believe the Holloway-Cater fight will be going around that, so that won't officially be Season 3 yet. Season 3 of the Alcast will be coming back for the post-show not pre-show, post-show, of Poirier-McGregor. I'm taking a little vacation from the world of potting for a little bit, focusing on some other things. So look forward to that, folks. Can't wait for that McGregor-Poirier 2 fight. Not a lot of other great fights on the undercard of that one, but there'll be lots of goings-on in the worlds of boxing and football as well. And, of course, I'm sure lots of interesting things to talk about Post McGregor Poirier too, where does McGregor go from there? Where does Poirier go from there? Will he, McGregor be boxing again as he's been called out by Jake Paul and his previously talked about opponents like Manny Pacquiao? Um, will he be fighting for the UFC lightweight title again? Which would be interesting as Habib has vacated his belt up to this point. Um, obviously. Who fought for the vacant belt there? Sheesh. Oh, man. I got hit in the head too much. I know Tony Ferguson, Gaethje fought. Gaethje beat him. Did he get the belt there? Ah oh, man. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's when we'll be back for season three. As always, it's been nice talking to you guys. Stay positive out there as you can. Um, keep your hooks going like your Canelo Alvarez closing the distance on giant like David and Goliath making it look easy beating up Callum Smith keep that left hook on uh the targeting systems on luck like your Ryan Garcia waiting for your opponent to step in and uh just win out man win out like you're the Baltimore Ravens win out till the end of the year and win out in 2021 just Do your best, man. Do your best. Appreciate you guys for listening. As always, this has been L-Cast. Peace.